Sacrifice his life that we might live. We thank you, Lord, for this beloved community church of Atlanta. That we might serve your people. And we thank you for our senior servant. We thank you, Lord, for Molly Slaughter. Yeah. His graduation on yesterday. Yeah. And we thank you for the entire Slaughter family oh, Lord, for standing by their senior servant as well. We thank you for all those who serve in this ministry. And we ask, Lord, that you be with us as we Lift up the name of Jesus on today. We ask it all in the name of sweet black Jesus. Amen. Amen.
Greetings. Greetings. Alafia. alaikum. This is the day that God has made, and we're going to rejoice and be glad about it. Ashe. This portion of our worship service, we call it Bimbe. And what Bimbe is is an invitation to all of you, to God, and to the ancestors. Ashe. Ashe. We remember our ancient ancestors and we show reverence so that everything in this life and in the next will be blessed. Ashe. Ashe. So I say to you all from my heart with open arms, welcome to the beloved. Ashe. Ashe.
Thank you, choir. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Let us stand for our gospel reading this morning, which will come from Matthew 10, starting in verse 32, and we'll conclude at verse 42. I will read the red, you will read the green, and we'll read verse 42, which will be in the black together. Ashe? Ashe. And it reads, Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before others, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before others, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. This is Jesus talking. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. Yeah. All together. And, and whoever gives a cup of, of, of cold water to the one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God for the word. Amen, amen. Let us pray. Oh, gracious God, Lord in heaven, our King of kings and Lord of lords, that look down upon us on high. Oh, Lord, we ask you, God, that you would come down here Thank where you, we are, Lord. We ask you, God, to be in the midst of our worship, God. Lord, we just ask you, Lord, that our, our worship, you, Lord, Lord, would be that which is pleasing to you, God, and that will warm your heart, Lord. And so, Lord, we know that that can't happen without your presence, Lord. We know that can't happen without your spirit, Lord. And so, God, we're calling on your presence and your spirit, Lord. We're asking you, Lord, yeah. to churn in our hearts, Lord. We're asking you, Lord, to come up in our being, Lord, and we can feel you, God, and that we can worship you, God, in truth, Lord. And so, Lord, here we are, God, calling on you, Lord. Here we are, God, reaching for you, God. Here we are, God, asking you to, inviting you, Lord, yes. calling you, Lord, to be in this place, in this space, in our hearts, in our spirits, and in this worship place, Lord, that we may worship you, God. Oh, Lord, this is what we ask, and this is what we pray, Lord. This is what we sincerely hope in Jesus' name, and we say amen. 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 As we say, Ashe. 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 All right. Amen. Amen. Y'all doing all right? Y'all feeling all right? Uh, in Freedom School, we talked about devotion to one's purpose. And, and one of the things that we said is, is that whatever we do, we do it in love as God does it in love. And so I just ask y'all to worship now in love, okay, to participate with love leading. Ashe? Ashe, because if we love God, then we have to love the least of his creation. Ashe? All right. So now our guiding ideals will be led by our dear starter. Ashe? Good morning, everybody. 
Are we going to go ahead and start off with the principles of my eye? Um, how we'll do this? I'll read. I'll say the word. You'll read it after me or repeat it after me, rather. And then I'll give a brief definition of what that means to us. All righty? All right. Truth. Truth. Truth is the absence of lies, falsehoods, and fakery. It is the presence of honest and open communication among the mighty and the holy people of God. Justice. Justice is when the people who need the most help uh, receive the most help. Order. Order. Orders acting with the aim of honoring the agreed upon norms and the best practices that we have identified as helpful to the flourishing of our people. Harmony. Harmony. Harmony is maintaining the legacy and the creativity of being able to be your own unique self while seamlessly expressing yourself as a part of the group. So that's different notes blended together to create one beautiful sound, all right? Righteousness. Righteousness is right thoughts, right actions, resulting in right relationality among others who are striving to be in relationship with divinity. Balance. Balance. Balance is living a robust life tempered by wisdom, wherein curiosity and satisfaction are mediated by moderation and circumspection. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Reciprocity is understanding that giving, planting, and serving results in receiving harvest and reaping in every aspect of people's activities. We'll hand clap of praise on that. Finish that up successfully. We're going to move on to the virtues of Ma'at, and we'll say these together on the count of one. Three, two, one. Control of thoughts. Control of actions. Devotion to one's purpose. Faith in your teacher's ability to teach truth. Faith in myself to assimilate the truth. Faith in myself to wield the truth. Freedom from resentment under persecution. Freedom from resentment under wrong. Ability to distinguish right from wrong. Ability to distinguish real from unreal. Say a word. And in Molly's, uh, I guess, tardiness, I'm going to go ahead and to the Nguzu Saba. Yay. Okay, so um, how we will do this one, I'll say the Swahili word. First, you repeat it after me. We'll say the English word together and then move on to the phrase. Um, and if uh, he says, if you have power, go ahead and put your power fist up. All right? All right. All right, so Umoja. Umoja. Unity. To strive for and maintain unity in the family community, nation, and race. Kuji Chakalia. Kuji Chakalia. Self-determination. To define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. Ujima. Ujima. Collective work and responsibility. To build and maintain our communities and make our sisters and brothers' problems our problems and to solve them together. Ujama, Ujama, cooperative economics, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together. Nia, Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and development of our communities in order to restore our people to their traditional bravery. Kaumba, Kaumba, creativity. To do always as much as we can in the way that we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. Imani. Imani. Faith. To believe with all our hearts in our creator, 
our parents, our teachers, our leaders, our people, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Ashe, thank you, everybody. Thank you, sisters. our time to bring your burdens those situations that have been plaguing you throughout the week those persons who have been trying those those circumstances Life circumstances my hand that seem to hold us back. Let's bring those to mind. On the throne, for you are God and God alone. Lay down your burden. Because of you, my cloudy days are gone. I can sing to you this song. I just want to say that I love you more than anything. Bring them to the altar. Reverend Marcello as he leads us. 
let's welcome Reverend Mastello as he leads us to the throne of grace. Come on up, Reverend. financial or whether it's going to be sickness or whether it's going to be children or grandchildren or whatever it's going to be you're going to have to know before you close your eyes close your eyes that God is more than anything more than anything would you bow your heads this morning as we go before the throne of grace Thank you, Lord, for being my friend. Thank you, Lord, for holding my hand. Thank you, Lord, for holding me in your hand. Thank you, Lord, for touching me. Touch the Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you were there when nobody could help me but you. Thank you, Lord, speaking words over me to bring me back from life, back from death to life. You're my friend. You're my Lord. You're my Savior. You're my all in all. I, I, I just... Simply came to say thank you, Lord. We ask you, Lord, for forgiveness of sin this morning. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those we trespass against. Forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. Then, Father, keep us from evil. For we know who you are. You're greater than everything. Bless this church, Lord. Send the angels down on the four corners of the property, Father, and make it what you intended it to be from the beginning. Bless it from heaven above and earth beneath. Bless our senior servant, O oh Lord. Strengthen him in his toes. Strengthen him in his hands. Strengthen him in his heart. Strengthen him in his head. Strengthen him in his words. Strengthen him in his singing. Strengthen him in his going and coming. And after all that's done, Lord, we need you to come in behind him. We need you to come in above him. We need you to come in all around him. 
so that we can go forward to tell everybody Jesus, the Christ, the black Savior. Jesus, the Christ, him who is coming back again. Jesus, same one that speaks to us every morning and say good morning. Get on up and go about the business I got you set for. Touch us every one, Lord, and carry us through the day that we can have peace. Peace in our health and our bodies, peace in our mind, that we would be able to do your will. Glorify you. Praise you. We thank you. We hold to you with all that we have. We ask it in the name of sweet black Jesus. And everybody who loved the Lord said, Amen. 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 I love you, Jesus. I worship. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Mostella. Thank you for Thank praying you, for us. Jackie gonna do it. Go ahead. I'll show you. Go ahead, you get it up there. Go ahead. All right. It's oh, time for our Sankofa moment. Brother Marstella. Right. Yes. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank God for another day. Thank Thank God, God for love. Yep. Keeping us. Because, yeah, without him, yeah, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. Would have been gave up. The person of say Kung Fu moment. Is Thomas L. Jennings. He was the first African to receive a patent in the United States. In 1821, he got a U.S. patent for discovering dry scoring. Scoring. Patent. For discovering dry scoring. Scoring. It is a process for cleaning clothes through a dry method instead of a wet method. He lived in New York as a free man. He owned tailoring and cleaning businesses. 
The dry cleaners business can thank Jennings for his intervention. Jennings used the profits from his patent to free members of his family Amen. who were enslaved in the U.S. Thank God. He also supported the abolition movement that was growing in the U.S. during his time. Let's give it up for our brother Thomas L. Jennings. It's time for us to share. It's given time. All right, everybody stand to your feet if you're able and prepare your best gift to share. The bucket is up front. You may bring your gift now as the choir sings. We are blessed in the city. We are blessed in the field. We bless when we come and when we go. We cast down every stronghold, every poverty must cease. Sickness and poverty must cease. The devil is defeated. We are blessed. Why don't you come? Be guided by your ushers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say bless. Turn it around. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. Yeah. 
We thank you for the gifts. Thank you for the givers. Pray your blessings yes. on this church and on our people. And we pray that the gifts that were given will be used to build up the work that we do here at the Beloved. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. And I say. Amen. And amen. Ladies and gentlemen, sisters and brothers, put your hands together for the Beloved Community Orchestra and Chorale. Under the leadership of Brother Leon Angus and Brother Todd Whitman accompanying on drums. Put your hands together real big for them they come. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
sound good this morning, don't they? Put your hands together for the Beloved Community Orchestra and Chorale. Precious Lord, Take my hand, lead me on, let me stand, I am tired, I you to take my hand, precious Lord, and lead, lead me on. Lord God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for this, another preach opportunity to this blessed, beloved community that is gathered in this little room together this morning. We thank you for your love and your grace, and I pray that you would allow your love and grace to guide me as I share these few words that you have given me to share with these oh so precious a people. Bless me now, and bless your people's ears and hearts that they might be hearers and doers of your word. In the name of sweet black Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. From the gospel according to St. Luke, chapter number 15. Gospel according to St. Luke. Chapter number 15, beginning at verse 1, reads, Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable 
which one of you having a hundred sheep and losing one of them does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God for the word. I want to talk this morning from what I've decided to call no one left behind. No one left behind. This, sisters and brothers, is one of the most exciting and one of the most frightening times to be a part of the beloved. We are experiencing successes that we could have never imagined when we began. At the same time, our congregation and our financial coffers have been depleted to the point whereby our actual existence is at stake. There are several reasons why we are in this precarious situation, chief of which is the presence of a disease that wore down our people and our money, and now we sit before the world like a beautiful young brown supermodel with an internal sickness, looking like a yummy snack on the outside, but bleeding out on the inside. Before COVID, the below community was like an army training for battle. And then we actually had to go to war. And it remains to be seen if we will be able to keep fighting with so many casualties, walking dead and leaking soldiers scattered across the battlefield. We are actually in a fight for our survival, for our existence. But you wouldn't know it if I didn't tell you. At this point in the battle, we are forced to keep moving forward, but it is hard to do so when so many of your soldiers have fallen away, a mission in action, or otherwise absent. Here I am reminded of the Marine Corps motto, which says, no man left behind, which inspires a sense of faithfulness in those who serve on the battlefield together. As I reflected on the concept and actually thought the idea through, I began to think not only about the struggle to keep our church alive, but I'm also considering the war for survival that black and poor people are fighting in America every day. White Republicans trying to stop us from voting because whenever we unify, we derail the plans that they have to destroy us. They are chasing us down and shooting us whenever... We're just doing our jobs, which are generally in service to them. They distract us with games while our communities are being taken from us. They lie about everything and deny the truth whenever we tell it. We are in a situation wherein we need every hand on deck. And so I began to reflect on our struggle as the mighty and the holy people of God to hold on to our dignity, our integrity, and our respect for each other. 
it is clear for me that we must throw out the lifeline and reach back for those who have fallen through the cracks and are being overlooked because we refuse to leave any of our people behind. Y'all feeling this? Listen, don't get me wrong, beloved. It is an absolute joy to do ministry with those of you who are present, the beloved community, at this right now time, in this right now space. I'm enjoying being a part of a functioning skeleton body of black believers who are committed to the authentic practice of their faith through actions that uplift, inspire, and enrich our community. But I am concerned about the members that are no longer with us. I'm excited about being connected to a circle of responsibility wherein we have the opportunity to experiment, to grow, to change, to stumble, to fail, to rebound, to work and try again. But I am vexed by the reality of the missing persons who have left gaps of emptiness within our circle. In an attempt to seek God for direction in this crucial time in the existence of our ministry, I am taking a, so a Sankofan look back, back, in order to see God whose character is revealed through these words of revolution, revelation that are found in the Lucan text. Oh, my beautiful sister and my proud brethren, I wonder how in the world we will go forward with so many left behind. Verse 3 of chapter 15 of the book of Luke says, So he told them this parable. Which one of you having a hundred sheep and losing one of them does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors saying to them, Rejoice with me. For I have found my sheep that was lost. These are the words of Jesus of Nazareth, a Hebrew of African descent, brown like dirt from the Nile Delta, hair nappy like burnt orange shag carpet in your auntie's living room floor, hanging like a hundred small ropes from his glistening scalp. His anointing is visible. His smile is authentic and real like early morning sunshine. As he talked, he moved his hands with sudden sweeping motions, reminding those who listened to his words of his authority to speak. Jesus is speaking and teaching to those who were listening through the power of the parable. He is creating imagery with his mind, his mouth, his hands, his body, his movements. He's showing the people what it means to be faithful, loyal, reliable, dependable, and worthy of trust. And he buttresses his teaching with a series of parables designed to help the people to see what he is saying. The parable is a descriptive literary device that provides a pictorial narrative ensuring clarity for all ears that desire to hear so that no one is left behind. It is safe to assert that Jesus is up to something with his teaching. He begins by engaging the people with a question. Even though the normal expectation of people is for the teacher to have the answers, this rabbi leads with a question, meeting the people in the midst of their wonder and inquiry within an inquiry of his own. What if you had 100 sheep? He asked no particular person. 
He's relating to his audience around something to which they could relate. Which one of you, if you had a hundred sheep and one of them got lost, which one of you would lead the 99 other sheep in the woods while you go and look and search until you found the one that was lost? Which one of you? He's appealing to the people to look with the heart of compassion upon each other. He's challenging them to grow pastoral hearts. There is no PowerPoint presentation. There are no movies, no social media, no commentaries, and no ministry aids. Jesus is using the power of words to direct his congregation to take the right action toward each other because any one of us could get lost. Any one of us could get lost. Think about our ancestors who found themselves chained, naked, and bleeding and defiled, standing in absolute embarrassment behind the door of no return, humiliated, disconnected from family, community, and self, lost. Think about how crazy and disoriented they must have felt on the journey as they were stacked and chained together upon each other with no regard for their modesty or humanity, lost in the sick, twisted fantasy of a depraved European mind. Think about the indignity of being naked, greased, and sold again and again and again into a world called America where nothing makes any sense, bewildered, broken, disconnected from family and community, and self, lost. Think about the times in your life when you felt lost, disconnected from your family, from your people, hell, even disconnected from yourself. I know what that feels like to be disconnected from myself. I'm still attempting to grab a hold of me again. I lost me on the floor in my basement. I lost myself, and I'm looking to find myself at this very present moment. I'm struggling to grab a hold of slaughter and bring slaughter back in its fullness. I'm preaching my way through it, but it's a, tra it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's difficult. It's a hard thing to do. Do you remember what it's like when you couldn't pull it together? When nothing was going right? Remember when bad luck was in front of you and misfortune was behind you, reminding you of your past mistakes and messing up your opportunities before you even had a chance to mess it up yourself? Do you remember what it was like to be lost, abandoned, misled, lied to, led astray? Is there anyone here who realizes that many of our people are lost in a maze of poverty and joblessness and can't find their way out? There are those who realize that some of us are walking through a haze of mental instability, struggling with a pain so deep that it defies description. Is there anybody in this little room who knows that on this road called life, one can easily find themselves lost? And so Jesus asked the question, which one are you? If you had 100, wouldn't go back and look for the one that was lost. No one left behind. 
He says, which one of you, after you found the lost sheep, would not grab that sheep, shake it, say, where you been? You scared me to death. Don't do that no more. I'm going to kill you myself. And put it over his shoulders and then get happy. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says to them, rejoice with me, for I have found the sheep that was lost. And so it looks to me as if this text intends to free us to celebrate together with each other over the fact that we once were lost, but now we found. We were blind, but now we see what's going on around us. There is a way in which we are invited to come together and join God in celebration of the fact that God found us and we're here, right here and right now. But what about the beloved who are currently lost and unable to find their way back home? We are all stakeholders in this experiment with black godliness. By the spirit of the black Holy Ghost, we are brought together and we are moving according to the words of sweet black Jesus. We advance our case and our cause. We are invited to celebrate every time we reach back and pull somebody forward. We ought to celebrate each time you do something special to reclaim your sisters and brothers who are lost and struggling because when we find somebody who has fallen by the wayside, Jesus tells us that heaven gets happy. Jesus said, just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. The theological inference attached to this text could be that God, the ancestors, and the heavenly host, and the living dead get excited not because there are saved souls that are gathered in this room. Oh, no, no, no. The inference is that God, the ancestors, and the heavenly host get excited just because one person who was lost, headed in the wrong direction, turned and headed towards salvation. Because one person was reunited with the community. One broken relationship was restored. One family began to pray together again. One church gained another willing worker for Christ. Jesus said in Matthew 15 and 24, I was sent only to to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I came with specific orders. I did not come for everybody, only for those who belong to me and got lost. Jesus is looking for those of us who have lost ourselves. Jesus is looking for those of us who, has, who have lost ourselves. And so I'm trying to tell you, my beautiful, strong sisters, and my powerful and faithful brothers is that Jesus came and we have come to make certain and to make sure that no one, nobody, not one living soul is left behind. Tell your children. 
Tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your loved ones, tell everybody that we got to keep moving. We can't stop moving. We're moving on up just a little bit higher. And we cannot, we shall not, we will not leave one soul behind. Every soul is valuable. Black souls, white souls that love and respect black souls, poor souls, sick souls, gay souls, cis souls, transgender souls, broken souls, addicted souls, recovering souls, lying souls, backslidden souls, confused souls, believing souls, unbelieving souls, we casting out the net wide and we keeping everything and everybody that we catch everyone is valuable to us and to God nobody is left behind so go up and down the streets and tell somebody come back to the beloved because we love you here anyone under the sound of my voice you hear me telling you come home to the beloved come home cause there's nobody to be left behind God is waiting on us to return to grow together to build together to restore our souls together God is waiting on us to come back together one by one soul by soul God is waiting on us to come together once again God God the Lord is waiting on us to bring it on in to come on home to see about each other in the name of Jesus I present this prayer I present this sermon in the name of Jesus I'm inviting you to come home come home because there's nobody to be left behind nobody 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 no 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 nobody left behind nobody reach back reach over and tell somebody we can't leave you behind wherever you might be tell somebody you got to come home those who have returned home today 
We welcome you. We're glad you returned home. Tell somebody that the beloved is still the beloved and we're still doing it. Reverend Mostella and others who have returned today, you're welcome at your home. Glad to see you, my sister. The door is open. If you'd like to restore yourself, why don't you come? If you'd like to recommit to this ministry, why don't you come? This is your time right now. Oh, yeah. We offer Christ to you. A fresh and a new. Oh, my yourself say we come Why don't you, why don't you go? 
yourself, my brother. Thank you for another worship experience. Thank you for those who are present, for those who are present online who are enjoying the service. We offer you the comfort of Christ as well. Show enough. We thank God for your presence and we thank God for your hallelujahs and your thank you Jesuses and your amens. As we prepare to leave this place, we ask that God would go with us, stand by us and keep us in all that we do. Thank you, Lord. Let us make ready to leave. Remember that every soul is valuable. And as you go out and you leave this place today, remind yourself of why you are a part of the beloved and think about inviting others to come because the seat that's next to you is the one that could be occupied by another soul that has been left behind. We don't want anybody to be left behind. All right. Let's make our way. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. We must love and support each other. We have nothing to lose but our chains. Glad to see y'all, each and every one of you. I love you. It's our duty to fight for our freedom. It's our duty to win. It is our duty to win. We got to love and support we each other. Support oh yeah. Each other. We got nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose but our chains. It's our duty to fight. It's our duty to fight. Oh yeah. For our freedom. It's our duty to win. It is oh our yeah. Duty to win. We got to love and support each other. Yeah. 
Thank you for this day, for all that we have experienced. We pray that you would bless us as we leave this place to return to homes where nothing has been broken into, robbed or stolen. We ask that you would ride with the riders and walk with the walkers, that you would get us safely to our destinations. We ask that you would be with us through this week till we meet on Wednesday for Bible study. And then again on Sunday to worship your name. We pray for the food pantry, the food that will be shared on today. We bless that in the name of Jesus as well. And we bless the entirety of the beloved in the name of sweet black Jesus. We pray. Amen. 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 Reach your hand up in the sky and pull down a handful of power and shout Harambe! 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 That means let's all pull together and if we pull together we can make it. Don't forget to give. Don't forget to put something in the bucket before you leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. We oh, got nothing to lose. the Lord be with you.